Welcome in to a very special edition of Sportball. I'm your boy Sam. Today with me, we only have Kyle. Seth is gone. He's out galvanting without us. Papa is gone, and the kids are are here to run free, right, Kyle? That's correct. This is how we've always wanted it and just never had the heart to tell him. <laughs> Basically, it's like when, when your dad would and mom would go off on vacation and you're getting babysit by your grandparents. We can do anything right now. <laughs> we could eat mac and cheese and hot dogs for dinner if we wanted. Anyone could do that for dinner. We could have it for breakfast, too. <laughs> oh, I like that. A little uh, breakfast casserole with that's mac the... and cheese and hot doggies. Wow. I bet your kids would love that. My kids don't eat hot dogs. It's a shame. You know. Um, so we have a special gimmick to do since no one's here to tell us no. What we're going to do is we're going to each draft an NBA team as if we wanted to win the finals this year. Okay? So basically, it's every player as they stand now, injuries included. Okay? So if they're injured right now, they're injured in our draft. We're going to draft a starting five and three reserves as if we had an eight-man rotation for the playoffs. You know, I was thinking we could also pick a coach, too, just to be fun with it. You know what I mean? You already know who I'm picking. <laughs> I actually, I don't know. You have a couple boys. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think, Kyle? Are you excited for this? As excited as I've ever been, if you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Heavily invested into the uh, Thursday night football and obviously the in-season tournament. I guess we should warn the listeners, we're currently double-screened up watching the Steelers-Patriots on one side and the uh, Lakers-Pelicans in the in-season tournament semifinals on the right. And we have both of our mortgages on both games. <laughs> yeah, rest assured, we'll still give the best podcast possible for our listeners. Absolutely. I think we should just start. What do you think? So offline, before before we start the podcast... We picked who would who would pick first. We did what is that like the little finger thing on your phone? Fingazy or something. <laughs> and um, Kyle got the first pick, which I'm actually pretty salty about. I we didn't will, want it. We will be doing a snake draft though, so that means I get picks two and three, which I'm actually pretty psyched about. So go ahead, Kyle. Why don't you tell your listeners and my listeners who you're picking first in the great NBA draft of 2023? The thing is, I don't think there's really a debate on who the first should be and needs to be. No. It's Big Honey himself. The man's leading the NBA in points, rebounds, and assists. <laughs> We've seen what he does in the playoffs. I mean, there's really no discussion. I mean, is he also leading the league in small little scratches on his arm that seem to grow redder with <laughs> as the game goes on? <laughs> The thing is, I, I've been thinking about this, like, when's the last time we, we had, like, all right, here's the greatest player in the league, and there's really no debate. Like, I feel like it was LeBron's peak. Because ever since yeah. then, it's been, like, KD mixed in, like, Giannis, you know what I mean? But now it feels like it's Jokic, and, and there there's somewhat of a gap. Seems like not so long ago, people were still debating that it was Giannis, number one. At last season, probably. Not me. Not us. Not on this pod. <laughs> but woke. Like I saw <laughs> I saw a post on Instagram the other day that was like it was saying, Oh, Jokic is leading in points, rebounds, assists, and it was like, 
is Jokic the best player in the league? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Like, fire emoji, fire emoji. I was like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no question about it at all. That's what I love for Big Honey. You know what I mean? We all knew he'd be this. It's just like, I also wonder if he's like the best offensive player ever. <laughs> After last last night's game, some may argue not because he missed 23 shots, but. Well, how many did he make, though? Nine. <laughs> <laughs> It was, I think, his worst shooting performance he's ever had. Yeah. And he still had a triple-double with 20-plus points. <laughs> it, <laughs> that was one of those where, like, he was matched up against the Clippers, and they don't, like, have a center. Like, they play Zubach a little bit, and then they just give up on center. So he, I feel like he felt like he had to shoot a lot, you know what I mean? And he probably just missed a bunch of bunnies. I didn't watch the games. Me either. The Clippers That's, why so. That's why you come to us. That's why you come to us for analysis. We're legally not allowed to watch Clipper games, me and Kyle, because they're – a disgusting franchise. Though I may be going to a Clippers game in Indy in two weeks. So, so check us out there. <laughs> Live. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's a clear pick. Oh, I, I'm writing this down, by the way. Like, so so we know. Oh, great. Yeah, and we can post it later. Uh, also, I have a team name if you want one. My my team name is, is uh, Sam Sexy Swingers. Mm. You like that? That's okay. I've you never can, seen you, you with take, a swinger, though, so... You can take your time to think, I gotta yeah. pick next anyway. Yeah. Jokic first for Kyle at center? Yeah. <laughs> Point center. <laughs> okay. Now, I get back-to-back picks, which is huge for the program. That's true. <clears throat> I think the choice in my in my eyes is pretty clear, although I think you, Kyle, would have would have thought of a few different players here. I had my, my first pick... Ready to go if I was picking two. Right. And it would be, I'm not even going to spoil it, but I know who it is. What I'm going to go with is Steph, Stephen Curry. This, You've heard it. It wasn't even on my list. On your list? <laughs> no. Of eight players think, to take? I didn't even think about him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm new age, baby. In my mind, he is still the second best player in the league. That's kind of wild. Really? You think so? I think so. What makes you think he's not? I mean, his team, we should talk about the Warriors, actually, because his team has been I, I just quite think, disappointing this season. Yeah. Second best player in the league currently. I mean, there's players, I, he's, there's Luka, there's KD that's having an outrageous season. Ever since Devin Book, every game that he's been healthy and played, Devin Booker has looked like one of the five best current players in the NBA. Oh, no question. It's a deep top 10, but don't like spoil the rest of our picks here. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I don't know. In my mind. Okay. So he's averaging 35 and five this season His usual numbers. I guess you might say. And um, no one else on the team is averaging more. Yeah. The team is points. so bad, dude. I mean, he, he's shooting his usual, you know, 43% from three. Um, Two point field goal percentage, fifty five percent. Just looking at this right now, I mean, he's Steph. You know what I mean? But I feel like he kind of ages like a fine wine. Like, you know, I I remember back in in the in the first Warriors championship, I feel like he couldn't really finish the rim like he does right now. You know what I mean? He's yeah, really added he's, and defense. He's really added those two parts of the game. He's like a great defensive no, player. No, of course not. But he's scrappy now. He's like he's kind of like strong now. You know what I mean? His finishing at the rim has definitely improved tremendously. And it is definitely one of the best parts of his game. 
outside of the three, obviously. So I and, respect it, I guess. You know, but I would have never picked him. <laughs> and w- when I'm drafting a team like this, which is probably the opposite of your strategy, I'm I'm drafting. I want experience. I want someone who's gone through the you know the playoffs and show me they can win a championship before. I have Jokic. That's true. <laughs> so you know, Steph has won four championships, and I think given a better supporting cast than he has in the Warriors this year. You know, I can ride him to a to a fifth championship for him. Um, but that Warriors team is kind of. I mean, at one point in the season, maybe seven or eight games in, only one player had ever scored 20 plus points in a game besides Steph. And it was Dario Saric in one game. Our boy, Dario <laughs> Saric, has been for you. Well, I would never speak ill of. So Wiggins has been terrible. Yeah, he is atrocious. He's back to Minnesota, Andrew Wiggins. Yes, I don't know what happened there. We never really found out what the personal reasons he yeah, missed. Yeah, that's crazy that nothing ever really came out. And, you know, so he missed like most of the season last year with personal issues and came into the season out of shape. And I just don't know what's going on with him. And then, you know, Clay. Look, I'm not asking for like peak Clay anymore, but can he at least shoot like high 30s from three? No, not anymore. Because <laughs> if you can't do that, what are we doing? You know what I mean? The so, Splash Brothers turned into a drop brother. <laughs> <laughs> so I am concerned about the Warriors. I was pretty high on them going into the season, but they have disappointed. But I'm still taking Steph number two. I think he can still lead my my championship team. My second pick, I'm going to take Giannis. Aforementioned just as uh, early or just as soon as last year, talking about him as one of the best players in the league. Um, we should talk a little bit about the Bucks too. I mean, they can't play any defense. And we knew Definitely that was going to be an issue, right, with Dame coming in, but they've been even worse than I expected. It's not just Dame, though. No. They have no wings. No. Like, they're, they're start like, Bochamp is playing heavy minutes. Like, who who's going to guard? I mean, Middleton's looked like that for years, but he's actually playing like a fish out of water now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't love their, their playoff hopes, you know, when push comes to shove. Like, we talked about it in the preseason, but... I mean, who is guarding Tatum and Brown, and who's guarding Tyrese Maxey in the playoffs? Absolutely no, absolutely no one. You might as well have a wet blanket. Try to take on those guys on defense, but I'll tell you what, Giannis is still Giannis. He's still been dominant, and I think like um, just kind of pairing wise, this is a great fit for my team, Steph and Giannis, right? Because I mean, it's, like, we, it's like a souped-up version of Steph and Dame. Oh, you're I mean, conceding I mean, to that Dame, Dame and Giannis. You're conceding <laughs> to it now. Oh, I don't know, maybe. Uh, but, you know, obviously Steph's strengths, biggest strength is shooting, and Giannis's biggest weakness is shooting. So I feel like we, we're kind of we're building a, a good, a nice-fitting team right now. That's, that's fine. And you think about Giannis as like a souped-up Draymond. You know what I mean? Absolutely not. They blitz. They blitz Steph in the pick and roll. Giannis four on three. Come on now. So we're looking good on my team on, on Sam's sexy swingers. Kyle, you now have back to back picks. My team name is the uh, we're we're big honey ball busters. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, I have such a hard time just with any type of draft like this because I always end up just picking from the same pool of like. 10 to 12 to maybe 15 players. <laughs> I mean, there is like a, you know, there's only. But it's not the same players as everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the players that 
that Kyle prefers. The players that I've been rooting on for years, and I finally get a chance to talk about them in a public forum. I mean, I, I would say so far we went chalk. Like, those are probably yeah. the consensus top three in the league right now. Yeah, those are probably true. That's probably true in this situation. Um, but. But here's where we veer off course. Yeah. <laughs> and this is tough, but I'm going to take Shea. I don't think that's, I had Shea ranked seventh. I don't think that's like outrageous. I mean, he's easily a top three point guard in the league. One of the top defensive point guards, if not the best defensive point guard. He's averaging like close to four stocks a game. I mean, Derek White has something to say about that, but otherwise. Okay, come on now. He's bald now. Can't you see? Yeah, no one can see anything with the light shining off of his fucking head. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that pairing, too, with him and Jokic would be just That's basketball genius. basketball, yeah. It, uh, if I could imagine it, I would probably be hard right now, but the thing is I can't, so <laughs> I can only think about it, and it sounds great, so. I mean, and those are my boys. They have been for many, many years. You know, the only reason I would be hesitant to pick Shea in this situation, and I know you're going to push back on this. I just want to see it in the play. I want to see it in the playoffs one time, and that's probably going to be the season, right? I mean, they're in, they might finish like in the top three or four in the West. I think they will. Yeah, I think it's for no. I think I had them lower, and I our preseason pod. I said I wanted to put them top four. No, I know it's I so didn't. hard though. You run out of teams, right? I'm yeah. gonna, I'm going to look up the standings right now because I think they were. I think they, they were, were three or four. Yeah. Um, right now they are second. So we're gonna see this year. Like I said, like he he's only had basically one playoff series, and it was when he was super young, right? So, that duo with him and Chet too right now oh. is outrageous. Chet has been anything you could have we could have asked for plus more. Easily winning that rookie of the year race right now over Victor Wembanyama. So. Which I feel like kind of bad about because, like, Chet walked into the perfect situation where he's, like, exactly the player they needed to round out the perfect starting five. And then... Honestly, I don't think the starting five is perfect. I think you can put Josh Giddy to the bench, to be honest. Well, Josh Giddy might need to be out of the league after recent allegations, but... Okay, it was two years ago, all right? <laughs> is that what they said now? Yeah. Okay. Um. So she was only 15. <laughs> But might have been in a legal state since he was probably 16 at that uh, time. Oh, Josh. Um, but, and then Victor walks into the Spurs where they're starting Jeremy Sohan, who we love. But they're starting him at point guard for the beginning of the season. And Not like, anymore, baby. And yeah, and it's like, you know, obviously Victor has a way worse situation. That being said, I still think Chad deserves rookie of the year right now. But they've been both been incredible to watch. Yeah, Chet more so, but that's okay. Yeah. So I got a third pick here, right? I'm, you I'm sure do. This is a tough one. They're all tough. I think there's a few players you could take here, and I, I wonder what you're going to do based on your team construction. I feel like you need a wing, you know? That's exactly where I'm going to. And it's it was between two players, and you're probably going to – well, I don't know, because you love who I'm going to end up going with. But at the same time, I really want to side with the other you're wing that I have on mind. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with Anthony Edwards. Really? Yeah. Wow. I had him at 12. Wow. You had him really low. I don't know. I mean, I think we saw, obviously, what he can do. He, he's been leaps and bounds better, I think, than we probably expected this early into the season. And I feel like it's off the back of 
his performance for Team USA. Like, he's just really exploded since then. But he has a defensive tenacity that's really only matched by, like, I want to say Jimmy Butler in, in that position. And that was my other player I was thinking it's about. Absolutely. All right, let's let's take a step back here. First of all, I love Anthony Edwards, okay? And he has proven it. He's more playoff proven than Shea. I mean, he yeah. absolutely balled out when yeah. people's made the playoffs. Um, but it's absolutely disgusting. It's despicable. And it's derogatory, frankly, to pick him over Tatum or Booker, I think. I didn't even think about him. Didn't even consider Tatum or Booker? Well, I, I don't need Are Booker. Are you going that vibes Shea. only for this? That's true. Yeah, I am pretty much. But Tatum, I feel. That's who I am. I'm just going off vibes. <laughs> I'm always just going off vibes. I feel like. I feel like Ant over either though. I think Booker would have fit your team fine, even even though you. Have- he probably would have, but I mean, defensively, I think probably Anthony Edwards is better than Jason Tatum right now, and I really? don't need the scoring from Jason Tatum because I could get that to an no, extent. No, Ant kind of like your Patrick Beverly. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I love Anthony Edwards, so I can't fault you. I think there are a few players left that. But it is tough. Like, like neither of us have picked Luca, and it's like on a team like this, how much do we need Luca? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'd rather have six of us drafting this. Luca would be a top six pick, and I don't know if he's going to be today. Right. I might need him as a bench scorer. You know what I mean? <laughs> Luca <laughs> off the bench. <laughs> um, we should talk about the T Wolves though, since you since you drafted Ant. Oh my God. The ter- your Minnesota Timberwolves are in first place in the West right now. We scoffed at the predictions by the ESPN analytics, but they were right. They're right so far. Let this be a lesson to you. How did they know that um, the the Stifle Tower was going to go back into previous form? He absolutely, he took Victor Wamanyama, he, he held office hours for Victor Wamanyama in the last game they played. And you said, listen, son, let me show you how the game is played. And, uh, and then before he... Shoved him out the office. He stole his lunch. <laughs> and, um, you know, Kyle, I'm starting to think that maybe the Gobert trade. And I would still terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's still really, really an overpay. However. They if, found a way to make it work. If they make the conference finals, I guess it was worth it, right? Oh, easily. If they even make it out of the first round, I think it was worth it. <laughs> I think they have to get rid of the scores that is Carl Anthony Towns, though. I know, I saw him just watching an interception in the Steelers game. If he houses it, though. No, we, need, we need petty fries, baby. Uh, the thing is, like, I just don't see Cat. I don't see Cat as being long for this team because they just don't have the money for it. They right, paid no. Jade McDaniels already. Yeah, salary-wise, I don't think they can, but I don't think they get rid of him with the way the team's performing, like, at the deadline. Not no, like no. Thought they might. You got to go into the summer with it and see what happens in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. I sneaky love your team and mine. I'm telling you. Who needs a Jason Tatum? You're going to talk. You need him right yeah, now. I'm going to definitely <laughs> take him. All right. I think I'm just going to take the best two players available. And I don't we'll even start. know who this might be. I want to make a point here, though. Can I make a point right now? I'm not going to take Tatum next just to kind of light a fire <laughs> under his ass. I'm going to take Devin Booker first. Because I, I sneaky have been thinking for a few months now that Devin Booker is better than Jason Tatum. I'm glad. I, I don't know if that's really that hot of a take. They're probably like right next to each other in most people's heads. But the way Devin Booker has been facilitating this year 
has been awesome to see. Dude, I it's mean, astonishing what he's doing. I mean, he's basically the Suns point guard, you know? He is the Suns point guard. And you were, like, wondering, like, are they going to, like, add anyone to play point? Like, they have Beal and Booker, and, like, nope, we're just going to play Devin Booker to point guard, and we think he can do it. And he's out here just getting, like, 12 assists, 13 assists in games, and it's just funny to think, like, when he was at Kentucky, he would run, like, one pick and roll every two games. Yeah. <laughs> like, how did they know? You know, like... Dude, I don't understand what is in the water in Kentucky, but... The way that they just churn out guards, because I know you are not watching college basketball, but I they have two guards basketball. right now that are outrageous as well. And they're Dude, both coming off the bench. What was that one guy? I watched a highlight reel on my Instagram the other day. Just his finishing package seems incredible. Uh, you're talking about, um, Jesus Christ, you know how bad I am with names? <laughs> well, I don't oh, know his name. Uh, Rob Thrillingham. Yes, thank you. Thrillingham. But we, you know, us in the college basketball community know him as Rob Thrillingham, which I'm a part of, so yeah. I know his name too. <laughs> he is outrageous. He's like, who's I thinking of? He, he kind of reminds me of like a, um, uh, I can't, he's fathom. also also from Kentucky. I can't fathom what you're about to say. Malik Monk? No, even better than Malik Monk. Same Garrett, team, though. Aaron Fox? Yes. Thanks. That's exactly who it was. Dude, it's crazy. So you think about Darren Fox, Monk, this, uh, Devin Booker. Booker. Who am I missing? There's a couple more to Guards are you talking about? Yeah. Because, I mean, you also got, uh, Cat, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kentucky's just outrageous. The I don't know is, what like, they do. Devin was, like, the worst of all of them in college, I feel like, and now he's the best. I mean, I feel like he's just a tenacious worker. Like, he gets better at a, a, a few different things every offseason. You know what I mean? Even though he won't allow them to send a double team at him in the offseason, as we know. <laughs> so, I got Booker. And I got to say, the Suns have impressed me, too. They haven't had Beal, like, all year for back issues, which worries me long-term for them. Because yeah, back issues linger, as men of our age know. Uh, so, I'm a little worried about that. But D-Book has been playing out of his mind. So, I'm going to take him at shooting guard. I honestly think... It it wouldn't happen, but if the Suns were to finish number one seed in the West, you think there's a path for Booker to win MVP? I do think so. I actually do. I've been thinking about this for the last week. <laughs> I've been thinking about it a lot because the odds are nice, and like mm -hmm. I know Kevin Durant's there, but we have to kind of factor in a, at least a three-week Kevin Durant absence at this age. So, <laughs> And it's like Booker is running – like Booker's better than Durant now. I mean, I I guess, I don't know, like, that's well-known amongst the populace, but it's, like, we know that, and I feel like everyone who's an NBA diehard knows that. Like, Booker is the alpha of this team now. Oh, yeah. Hands down. So, if they're going to pick one of them, it's going to be Booker. He's taking them, uh... Never mind. Sheboygan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's time that I've lit a fire under his ass. Jason Tatum, welcome to the team. He will be starting for me at shooting at small forward. Well, we'll see how, how it shakes out, I guess. But um, he'll be joining Giannis on the wings. So I feel like Tatum right now is a guaranteed 30 points a night these days. Or like 50-50 at least. So I guess that's not quite guaranteed. But <laughs> I feel like half the time I look at the box score, this man's putting up 30. And I feel like he's adding more and more that post-game, kind of like LeBron did later in his career, you know, um, the post, the dish out of the turnaround fade. I mean, I love his game. And I will agree with you that Ant probably has 
maybe leapfrogged over him as a greater wing defender, but he's still tenacious on defense when he's locked in. When he's locked in. And he will be for my team in the playoffs. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Um, how do you feel about the Celtics? I mean, they're looking a little worse without Porzingis. I feel like yeah. he's kind of the X factor for that team. Um, yes. But if, if healthy come playoff time, I feel like it's them and the Nuggets in my mind. They're probably, yeah, they're they're obviously, I think that they have the best odds. But I also think there's, we've seen maybe more so than expected a lot of parity in the NBA this year, at least uh, like the top, uh, I don't know. Especially the West. between Yeah, definitely the West, but I'm, even just throughout the entire NBA, like the top 15 teams probably are a lot closer than we expected them to be. Like, I think those two teams, Boston and, um, sorry, I'm watching the football game, Boston. <laughs> no, and, the fourth down stop for the yeah, Pats. Boston and Denver are in the top tier, but I don't think it's that big at all of a drop-off between them and the next tier of teams. Well, the thing in the East, at least, is, like, we thought the Bucks would look a little better, and maybe they will come playoff time, but I just don't trust that defense at all. And then the be- the second-best team in the East very clearly has been, well, I guess the magic, but if I'm talking playoff equity, I think it's been the Sixers. Oh, yeah. But how am I supposed to trust the Sixers? Well, you could say there's no James Harden now, so. I will say, though, I'm wondering when one of us will pick MB because I know neither of us want to. <laughs> I don't I'm have a center. Not fit my team. I don't have a center yet. What do I need me, I have to pick if I have Jokic? I'd rather play small and have MB come off the bench. <laughs> a bench of MB and, uh, and Luca. <laughs> oh, man, that would be nice. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think when push comes to shove, I think the Celtics have the most, the best chance to make the finals in the East, but they're probably just going to lose Miami again like they always do. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> All right, you are rounding out your starting five with your next two picks. So far, you have Jokic, Shea, and Ant. You put Ant as uh, shooting guard. He could nice. Be, we could he bump could... him up to three if you'd like. Yeah, nah, I don't know yet. Uh, debating what i'm going to do i mean i, I know who you're going to pick here, next and i actually prepared it all do you know who i'm going to pick next well listen, i'd like you to tell me because i don't think you do okay listen well maybe not considering of shay but i did say offline before we started this pod i was like mm. i'm really wondering how early one of the us man will in pick the fleece Ty- one of us will pick tyrese halliburton since we just watched him absolutely we've been watching all season all season dismantling teams but especially against the bucks and the celtics this man is in the end season tournament the last two games. High, high level play. Has 28 assists and zero turnovers. <laughs> Can you believe that the Bulls decided to draft Dude, Patrick Williams I'm, over? Clearly, <laughs> at the time, I was Remember like, why we are we about this? Iowa State? Yeah, yeah. And, oh, God. That really, you really just set my mood for the night by saying that. Oh, my God. But he, you know, I feel like he's almost like a. Tyrese and I don't know when we're gonna pick him because he's ready to shape, but Tyrese is almost like a like a like a mini version of Jokic in that like he's so unselfish, right? And he prefers to pass first, but he knows like he needs to score for his team to win. And he doesn't like he gets a lot of touches, but he doesn't dominate the ball for a long time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he gets off it early, and like that's why those two are the most fun players to watch for me. Yeah, I mean, what was that? That was against Charlotte a few weeks back. He just completely exploded for like 28 points in the third quarter alone. The man yeah. could not miss from behind the arc. He's just an absolute sharpshooter. He's 
very good at finishing at the rim at the same time. And his just IQ to find the open player when he's running full steam ahead is outrageous. The thing is, like... The last two games in the in-season tournament, what, he's got now almost 30 assists to no turnovers? 28, that's what I said at the beginning. 28 to no no turnovers, dude. And coming into the league, I felt like the one thing I was concerned about, I was like, wow, he has such a slow release on his three. Like, he needs time. Like, how is that going to work in the NBA? And now his step-back three is one of the best in the league. Yeah. It's insane. And, like, you saw today, they were playing the Bucks. Well, first of all, they played the Celtics. He took down two juggernauts. They they played the Celtics. He hit a late four point play and then a late hit ahead to uh Neesmith for the game ceiling dunk. And then today against the Bucks, he hits a layup and a step back three to seal the game. He's ready for the moment, man. I'm telling you. I think I, I, I wanna say at this point too, and it's been the biggest concern, right, about them and what their potential would be come playoff time if they do end up staying where they're at or even dropping a little bit and still making the playoffs is their defense. Yes. But I'm think, I'm starting to think as to where we are in the NBA, at least now. Offense is, is more important. Yeah, easily. And defense is a little overblown because it's like if you're going to average 130-something points a game, you don't need to have the best defense in the NBA to compete with any team on any given night. And I think we saw that. We did see them as well against the Celtics clutch up in the stretch. I feel like and, they can bring it when they need to. Right, like, exactly. The Celtics only scored, what, 112 on them? I'm watching the highlights of the Bucks right now. They scored 119. Like, if they can be, like, not last, like, if they can be, you know, mediocre at defense, yeah, yep. I think they can make a run in the playoffs. No question. I mean... They allow so many shots at the rim, which obviously is like the most efficient shot in the in basketball. Yeah. But at the same time, their percentage from behind the arc is just going to outscore all the yeah. <laughs> all the opportunities that they allow at the rim. So yeah, when you have players one through five who are going to shoot greater than 32, 33 percent from three. That's a dead. That's a deadly, like a, a deadly combination. No one's gonna want to play them in the playoffs, and no, no one's gonna want to play them as you see in a single elimination in season tournament game because yeah. they're they're in the For finals real, now. Uh, but anyway, all that being said, are you even picking Tyrese now? Or no. Okay. No? <laughs> um, uh, I am going to grab, um, the man who frequents the uh. Locker room mid game. Um, Lamar Jackson, be Anthony Davis. Ooh, Anthony Davis. I like that fit next to Jokic. Exactly. He's got some. He's got the scoring if needed, but at the same time, defensively, I, I don't know if there's many better defensive big men. I mean, the man. He's a lock for two, uh, as we know, at least two plus blocks a game. I bet it frequently. Yeah, I mean, it's just a lock. You, you got to do it, essentially, anytime they play. And yeah, his, his fit next to Yoke is like, we'd have the, we'd have the stifled towers down there. <laughs> I don't know, like, what his actual average was in their last playoff run last year, but I feel like every game he got five blocks. Just about, I figured. Like, <laughs> like, he's insane, dude. And you don't need his scoring, right, on a team like this. So right. I think that's a great fit. He's one of those, like, I had him ranked, I think, 13th on here. But, like, fit-wise on an all-star team, 
you know Seth has a hard on for Andy Davis every time we do a draft like this because he just fits around great scores perfectly mm-hmm. and he yeah. and he plays that defensive void. I like that quite a bit. I'm up again, aren't I? And it's funny you took him before LeBron. Funny you say that. Oh, I might just pair him up right here. I like that for you. I think I'm going to. This is this is shaping up to be quite the team. Pen, uh, uh, not even pencil it. Mar- Sharpie it in. I have Sharpie pen. Yeah. 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 We're gonna go with LeBron here. Um, I kind of need to round out with a small forward. Uh, I know. Could probably shift Edwards there. There wasn't really any shooting guards I could think of though that would be better to to move Edwards yeah. kind of up a spot. So give me, you know, you talk about experience, right? Give me one of the most experienced players in all of NBA history when it comes to uh the playoffs. Uh I don't know how he keeps doing it at this age. We're watching right now in the in-season tournament. He went on an explosive uh, 11-point run by himself for the Lakers, back-to-back-to-back uh, to back to back threes, one of which was like 10 feet behind the arc. People uh, say he shot that from Reno. <laughs> the biggest little city in the world, home <laughs> of the Professional Bowling Association Museum, um, which in you case you're wondering. I've been there once. <laughs> it was like a Tuesday in Reno, and there was nobody in the entire city, I don't think. There was absolutely, I don't even think there was anyone working there. <laughs> you didn't have to pay to get in. You had to place yourself. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I touched some pins, <laughs> fondled some balls. Oh, uh, hey there. But, yeah, I mean, he's got the fit with, with Anthony Davis, too, obviously. He doesn't need to have the ball. One of the highest IQ players in all of basketball of all time. Mm. I mean. I love that fit. Yeah, I mean, he just had like 35-11 and five steals in the last <laughs> season tournament game in his 21st season. So I, I, the only thing I'd be concerned about with your team is is can LeBron and AD make it to the finish line without right. getting injured, which they did last year. Right, Although exactly. LeBron had that foot thing, but yeah. you know, he's still LeBron. He had that ever since he came back, though, and he seems to be not affected by one iota. Yeah, he just has a foot fetish. That's Patty what he's about. Is that Patty? Patty Fries, baby. Cool. All right. I have one more pick. So I have back-to-back picks, and I'm rounding out my starting five and my first bench player. I'll list our starting fives once I get my my last one in here. So the position I'm missing right now is center, which makes you think I'm going to take Joel Embiid. I just don't want to. Is that kind of a catch in the stats? I just don't want to take Embiid, but I know I should. Yes. Otherwise, what am I going to do? I'm going to take, like, well, what if I just play Giannis at center? Against my team? You are big. You are huge. I don't want to take And we got that girth. I kind of sneaky hate him beat now. I don't know what happened to me. The man just dropped 50 (laughs) the other night. All right, fine. I mean, I have to take him. I don't have a center. Um, You know who you could have taken? Who? Bam? Yeah, that's exactly who. I know I thought about that, but I mean, I know Embiid's better than Bam. Sure. <laughs> but for this team, is he better? That's what I'm saying. Yes. I'm going to take Embiid. I don't want to, but I need someone to guard Yoga to Anthony Davis. Like, I don't, I need, I need Giannis and a center. You know what I mean? Like, if you're, if you're going to roll out there with two seven footers, I got to match you. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. So whatever, I'll take Embiid. I mean, He's probably like the fourth best player in the league right now. Yet I hate him. Yeah, 
I don't know why. Every, yeah, I do know why everyone hates him. He is really annoying. Uh, okay, and then <laughs> now I'm thinking about. <laughs> okay, let's let's start starting fives, and I'll tell you what I'm thinking about on my bench. So, Kyle at point guard, he's got Shea. At the two, he's got Anthony Davis. No, sorry, Anthony Edwards. Yeah. At three, he's got LeBron. At power forward, he has Anthony Davis. And at center, he has Jokic. Strong, strong team. Double amp stuff. <laughs> Myself, I have Steph at point guard. You might have heard of him. Devin Booker at shooting guard. The worst Curry brother. Interesting. <laughs> Jason Tatum at at the small forward. Giannis at the four. And Embiid at the center. I mean, these are probably the top ten players in the league, I guess. There is one player that's clearly missing out of the top ten. And his name is Luka Doncic. <laughs> and I, no one's drafted him yet. He could run my second unit. However, there's also another player who could run my second unit. His name is Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> and what I'm thinking is, if I pick Luka here, you're going to take Tyrese. If you pick Tyrese, I'm going to pick Luka. And Luke is better than Tyrese. That he is. However, I love Tyrese more than Luca with my own heart. But fine, I'll take Luca. I mean, Luca running your bench unit is like pretty elite. It's like the Warriors with Chris Paul, except he's way better in every way. I don't think I think it could be up for debate as if Luca's better than Tyrese at this point, right? Yeah, absolutely. Another player I strong armed you into. He's at least a little bigger, you know. I don't know what that does for me, but and he's been incredible in the playoffs, we must say. I mean, he really ratchets it up when it comes to playoff time. He he just takes down the Clippers by himself every year. I don't know if you've heard, there's been talk, uh, people are saying his performances recently have to do with the headband, but he says it's just all him, so. he. I mean, if I'm getting headband Luka, I might have to start him, to be honest. I mean, he did have a 20-point triple-double at halftime yesterday. Yeah. Against Washington? <laughs> no, it was against uh, Detroit. So, oh, I mean, just same. Bad. However, Embiid had 50 against uh, Washington. Washington, that yeah. was, yeah. All right, I'm loving my team so far. Now, you, you, my friend, have two bench spots to fill with your next two picks. Uh, that's Tyrese in a fleece. He's going to be wearing a fleece. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we knew he was next. Yeah. Probably too late, if any. <laughs> real. Um, yeah, I mean, we've talked countless hours about him at this point so there's not much that more that needs to be said um i know you're taking next do you yeah i don't even know who i'm taking next you're taking jimmy butler <laughs> that was at the top of my list but now do i pivot i feel like it's between jimmy and kd at this yeah. stage yeah, KD's no there. one's taking kd like because we're really nervous about his injuries yeah i'm gonna take jimmy you're right that makes the most sense some more playoff experience uh can essentially switch interchangeably with uh, Edwards if needed. Um, you know, and LeBron goes down, we could shift Edwards to the small forward, put Jimmy in the starting lineup, and have an outrageous defensive unit as well. A lot of I versatility mean, on this team. And a lot think of, of your coffee in a locker room. True. We're just going to be big headed up. All right. That was a great pick for you. All right. We've taken everyone in my top. 14 except for KD so I'll take him now I mean you know he's coming off my bench so if he gets injured in the playoffs we can work around it you know what I mean that's true um I mean he's been great this year when playing like he's averaging 30 points so I can't really you know 
Plus, I get to pair up uh, D-Book and, and KD as they are in real life, you know, much like you do with LeBron and AD, like that True. for my team. All right, I have one last pick to round up my team. And I know who you want, so I might as well just take him to, to grab him from you. You keep saying this, and I don't even know who I want in any of these picks. I will take Bam. Mm. Because I need a backup center when I get sick of watching Joel Embiid. You know what I mean? And just uh, I feel like the locker room needs just a switchable defending center who is unselfish and doesn't complain all the time, like a little bitch boy. That's when I'll put Bam in. And then you can't pair him with Jimmy, which I know you wanted. So this is going to be a pick that's probably completely out of left field. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to pick Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> that man has been performing extremely well for a poorly run team. All right. Like, I don't know if they're really that poorly run. I was actually thinking about taking, speaking of that team, Scotty Barnes in my last pick. Yeah, Scotty's a nice pick. Basically Magic Johnson and Scotty Pippen in one player. Magic As LeBron Barnes. hits another three. <laughs> Just it's a blowout. It's not what we wanted. Um, I'm gonna pair up another teammate here. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Okay, he wouldn't go Chad, would he? No. That's exactly who I'm going with. Oh. Give me Chad. He's gonna play minimal limit uh, minutes off our bench, most likely. But I like him filling in the bench minutes when or filling in those minutes when Jokic goes to the bench. It's a little soon, I think, but I respect it. I mean you should have taken leader rookie of the year. Maybe you should have taken Victor Wemanyama just to see Absolutely just for the, not. the memes. No. He doesn't deserve it. Wow. All right. Oh man, this is this is. I'm gonna text a picture of this to Seth right now. See if he responds before we end recording to see who he likes better. Um, and then I'll read it for, again for the the listeners at home. So your team name is the Big Honey Ballbusters. I'm gonna say who you like more, but he knows who picked who, so isn't that bias? You could crop it to take our names out. No, nope. too late. I already sent it. All right, so the Big Honey Ballbusters. Oh wait, you need a coach. Oh. Right, and I know exactly who it is. It's Eric Spolstra. I knew it would be. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go... Um, is Greg Popovich too old? I mean, he picked... A, he's too soft now. He picked up a mic mid-game to tell the crowd to stop booing. That was insane. Like, Did anybody check him? Do we feel like we don't talk about that enough? <laughs> we, we don't talk... <laughs> there were some memes that night, and that was really it. We don't talk about it nearly enough. That's one of the softest things I've ever seen a coach do. I'm thinking about taking Mark Dagnold. Wow. Would that be insane of me to do? The Coming from the man that covets playoff experience? I'll take Steve Kerr. <laughs> but what if Steve's back problems flare up again? Mm. Who's, who's, I'll uh, take Mike. <laughs> Mike uh, what's his name? The Kings coach. I can't think of his name. Of course, you can't think of his name. No. You never think of names. I'm terrible. Look it up right now. It's Mike... Um... Jesus you guys Christ. know at home, really the coach this. of the Kings. That's going to be my bench coach. He's going to come in when Steve Kerr's back problems flare up like he did in real life. Brown. Yes, Mike Brown. <laughs> the is simplest last name. <laughs> All right. So, the big honey ball busters. They had died during the game at the at Sacramento the other night? They, they sure did. And you better watch out. You might be next. <clears throat> the big honey ball busters. What city are you playing in? 
Denver? No, no, certainly not. Really? Uh, Birmingham. Birmingham. Bur- no, Birmingham. Alabama. Yeah. The big honey <laughs> the ball <deep> busters. South. <laughs> yeah. Big honey ball busters coming to you live from Birmingham. All right, Birmingham. All right. The big honey ball busters of Birmingham, Alabama. Jokic. Shea. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Davis. LeBron. Coming off the bench. Tyrese. Halliburton. In a fleece. Jimmy Buckets. And Chad Holmgren. <laughs> Potential rookie of the year. Sam Sexy Swingers of Sacramento. <laughs> we have Steph, Giannis, D-Book, Tatum, Embiid. Come got the bench. Luca, KD, and Bam. Coached by Steve Kerr with bench coach Mike Brown. Tweet at us. Who you like better? I feel like I got to tell you. Just tell me straight. I know you like my team better. I think my team is more scoring, though. I don't know about that. I have Booker, Tatum, and Steph for perimeter scoring. I have Jokic and Shea and Ant you and know, Tyrese. You know what? when we're going to strike? We're going to strike when Anthony Davis takes his slow walk to the locker room because of whatever injury he had because he fell for the seventh time that game. And that's when we have you because you have to start Chet. I don't and he's not ready Chet. for the moment. No, then I put Jimmy in and I slide uh LeBron there. Interesting. I mean these are this would be a great matchup. I mean these are probably I think these are probably just the sixteen best players of the league, right? I mean <laughs> definitely not Chad, I guess, but not yet. Like I here's my let me tell me my honorable mentions I wrote yeah. down. Fox, Lillard, Kawhi. I didn't even think about a single player surprisingly from the Clippers once. I mean why would you? Fox, Lillard, Kawhi, PG Donovan Mitchell, Jamal. I thought you were going to pick Jamal Murray for a second when you said that you were going to pick someone from the same team, but you did not. Uh, Darius Garland, Brennan Ingram, Tyrese Maxey, Jalen Brunson. I thought maybe you would sneaky pick. I thought about it. Didn't need it. Didn't need it. But in the end, they were in the cutting room floor. Well, Seth didn't respond yet, so we'll never know who we like better. But (laughs) hit us up. On Instagram, on Twitter, at SportballPod. Let us know which team you like better. Especially if we're from Belgium. Mm-hmm. The Belgian Big Honey Ball Busters? <laughs> oh my god, why did you do that? That's a whole country, though. That's true. Well, this has been it for the the kids' takeover. This is like when you have a substitute teacher. The NBA draft of 2023. Kyle, any, any last thoughts for our listeners? No, just continue to drink your water. Amen to that. I don't know how to stop this recording. We're in the same place we started. <laughs>